Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode 97. Today, we are going to be talking about Fear the Walking Dead, season six, episode five, and The Walking Dead World Beyond Season 1, Episode 6. Cool. Before we dive in, I want to know, how are you doing today, Brooke? I am doing just fine. Mighty fine. Why, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. We're, I Actually, we, should, we might fit right into this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. It's so good. How are you, Diana? I am doing really good, Brooke. I'm doing really good. Um, I have some Walking Dead news that I just found out that I wanted to share with you and all of our listeners. Um, So, you know how we're getting those extended uh, episodes for season 10? Right. They will be out late February. Whoa. Slow down. Yeah, like February 28th. That's what AMC has announced. And one person that has been cast is the Terminator, Robert Patrick. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is he going to be a bad guy? He's probably going to be a bad guy, right? But then I don't know. Could he be a good guy? I don't know. But that was like crazy when I heard that. And then I also heard. What's that? I could see him being a bad guy. I know. Right? Well, because we imagine him as Terminator, right? Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. And I think he plays bad guys in other shows, too. Mm -hmm. And also an actor by the name of, (laughs) let's not butcher this, Diana. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but it's something. Okia Emi Akwari. And he is in Cobra Kai Season 3, which we haven't seen yet. And the movie Greenland with, I think, Gerard Butler. But he is cast as Elijah, who is the masked stranger. Oh. So he will be- Not to be confused with the masked singer. Singer. (laughs) I know, right? I know. (laughs) I was thinking, oh, am I going to say the wrong thing? Oh, my gosh. So I just like, I can't even imagine all these new people- coming onto the show and then it makes me it makes my heart just like break because then I know we only have one season after that and as we inch closer to that it's it's killing me Brooke it's really killing me well I'm excited I I I look forward to new cast members yes um, because where we left off you know we're gonna need some new people (laughs) I know I know that's true um So, yeah. And so also, uh, yes, we are still remote podcasting here. And I want to let our listeners know that we are coming up on our 100th episode. Brooke. Wow. I know. 100th episode. That is so cool. I remember when it was like The Simpsons was celebrating their 100th episode or like the Real Housewives 100 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> they always announce it. Like, oh, wow, yeah. 100. So we're going big, y'all. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're going big is right. So that, so yeah, look out for that in a couple weeks, uh, in a few weeks. So um, 
But yeah, I'm just so excited. It's such a it's such a milestone. So I think that's yes. awesome. We're gonna have to get like uh, from the Party City store, like glasses. You know, like for like an elderly birthday, 100. Like you know, just oh, like, yes. 100. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that'll be gonna be cute. Fun. Yeah, I love it. Well, cool. Yeah. So um, I was thinking in this episode. And our question of the day. And this is a really important question, Brooke. Are you ready for it? Yes, I'm ready for this. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like breakfast for dinner? Oh, heck yeah. I love breakfast for dinner. You know what? And like when I make it for the family, it's usually because I don't have anything else for them to eat and I'm like ooh how about pancakes we have bacon we always have eggs oh my god oh gosh it's fun it's fun yeah. it throws it throws the kids off for a loop that's for sure breakfast for dinner what I'm like hey this is your lucky day I know right <laughs> I love I love it what about you do you like breakfast for dinner I do too I love it And it's funny. Well, it's in this episode with, you know, Sherry and uh, Dwight eating breakfast for dinner. But um, I it it was just like you said, it's because I'm like, what am I going to make? What am I going to make? I don't know what to make. And then you're like, oh, we have eggs or, oh, we have pancakes or, oh, we have bacon or, oh, we have sauce. We have some, you could take potatoes, right? Peel them up and throw some potatoes because that's what we do. We all have potatoes, eggs, and either bacon or sausage, depending on whatever we have. Or I'll make just pancakes and bacon or I'll make French toast and bacon or I'll make eggs. And, you know, it's just a variation of any of those. But I have been making... um French toast with brioche bread and doing a berry compote. And it's really yummy. Cool. So, yeah. I do French toast uh, like a, like a casserole. So it's like, yeah. Cause you know what? It took, it started taking too much time for me to like dip the bread and then make everybody their slice. So yes. I just get a couple loaves of brioche, chop it into like one inch cubes, and then soak it like you're doing bread pudding with egg and milk and whatever cinnamon. And then you let that sit. And then you pour it in your uh, um, baking pan or like your uh, cake pan. And then you just pop it in the yeah. oven for about an hour. And then it's like they just go crazy for this. That is so smart. You have to try you're, it. You're you're brilliant because, yeah, to make it for that many or family. Of course, I have a lot of boys and, you know, there's a lot of people in my family, too. So, yes. And by doing that, idea. there's extra and it's still good, like, the next day. But I I did that. I discovered this and I've never changed it up since I started doing it. Um, it was when I served. I hosted my baby shower. I did a brunch for the baby shower. And I'm like, I uh-huh. need a quick way to do this. So, just made it like that and it was so good it's a hit very very good highly recommend it folks. that's awesome uh visit my food blog i'm just kidding i, I know this blog. has become <laughs> <laughs> screens and focus the new yes. <laughs> food uh, yeah 
Cool. Well, hey, friends out there, let us know what you think. Do you like breakfast for dinner? Because if you don't, we're not friends anymore. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We want to know your recipes. That's what we want to know. Yes. What do you make for breakfast for dinner? And absolutely, leave us a comment. Let us know what you eat for breakfast for dinner. Uh, You can comment on our Twitter at in underscore screens or at our Screens and Focus Facebook page. And you can also follow us on our Instagram and subscribe to our website and our YouTube channel. The link is in our show notes. So, my friend... Do it, do it. Yes, we want (laughs) you to know all your secrets. (laughs) Yes, Brooke, yes. What were your overall thoughts on episode five, Honey? Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. There were some really, really good action scenes in this episode. I love the whole Western feel with the horses, uh, you know, chasing that SWAT vehicle. It reminded me of a train or a stage coach robbery. And I felt really bad that Dwight and Sherry's happy reunion was short-lived, even though, you know, we thought, uh, this doesn't, this is too good to be true. Um, and, I really love the journey that we've seen all the characters go through. And even though it's not really easy, it's been exciting for us to see their transformations. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. What did you think? What's your overall thoughts on this episode? Oh, well, you know, there are some new people in this episode, and it excites me when we see new groups and how others are surviving in this world. So I was very looking forward to this episode after I realized that was going to happen, and I really wanted to find out more about Sherry. So in this episode, we did get to see how much Dwight and Sherry are compatible, and they were definitely put to the test. So They were. Yeah. What else stood out to you in this episode? Well, I love the whole masked horseback riders chasing that SWAT vehicle, attempting to commandeer it. Uh, I mean, the riders were coming up on one side and they'd have to avoid the, you know, the gunfire. Go from one side to the other. Can you imagine filming that? I'm not sure who directed this episode, but I'm like, hey, kudos, because this was not easy to catch all that action. And then they have Dwight hop on the vehicle and, you know, Virginia's ranger is trying to knock him off by swerving the vehicle and Dwight is banging around like a rag doll. But he finally gets inside and he punches the driver who tries to get the gun and then Dwight kicks him and he kicks him out of the vehicle after a few swift kicks. And it was so good. I mean, I honestly... I loved it so much. I w- it was exciting to me. And I wondered also, you know, all the other riders on the horses, where were they? I'm like, and and when that guy got um, kicked out of the uh, vehicle, I'm like, didn't they see that? Why didn't they pick him up? So I was just a little confused as to where they were uh, when this part was happening. But after they make their stop and they all you know, make sure everybody's okay. Guess who arrives pulling the driver behind horseback like a roped up cattle, none other than Morgan, to the rescue. I I just think that was the best part. I just loved it. Yeah, that was really cool. 
And, you know, with this group that Sherry has been with, uh, they're all Lawton's Rebellion, I guess. Yeah. So these people are out to kill Virginia. And we hear a lot about their feelings towards Lawton. But for some reason, personally, I still need more explanation about Virginia. And I think I might be missing something. Because, so the mission is to kill Virginia, Morgan advises against the assassination, right? And now is not the time for this to happen, people, right? Because there's impulse and impulse and impulse. And if they killed Virginia, what would happen to the loved ones inside? I mean, these people may or may not have friends inside, but our group, Morgan's group and June and John and everybody, they are still there. So Morgan is definitely thinking things through. He's working hard on finding everyone. And he even has intel, which we believe it's Daniel. So he's like, look, do not blow this. You know, he's working on it. So I think that they should really uh, listen to his advice. Yeah. And Sherry, of course, is on her own mission. And it conflicts with Morgan's. Because Morgan needs time to prepare the place for all of them and wants to keep their group safe. But that doesn't work for Sherry's group. They want to get rid of Virginia now, just like you said. So Dwight tries to get Sherry to understand, but Sherry wants to act now. She tells Dwight to go with Morgan and Elle. And that's when he realizes she's committed to her plan. Ah, And then he joins her. And I was so concerned with his choice. I I felt him falling back into his savior ways and I didn't like it. I didn't. I'm like, no. Oh, I, I just had said how much I loved Dwight, you know, what, two episodes ago. And I'm like, why? What's he doing? He wasn't doing anything horrible, but I think he was just trying to follow his wife and support her because he hasn't been with her for so long. Um, this season of fear is really having our characters reassess who they are and the choices that they make. I mean, there's Morgan, then John Dory, and now, you know, we have Dwight, there was Al and Strand. I mean, each of them have had to really, you know, figure out their next step and what to do. And so it's just been so damn good. And then we see Morgan and Dwight have a heated confrontation, and I was so scared. Morgan tells Dwight he can't do this until the group is safe, and Dwight says, I'm doing this. I found it interesting that Dwight told Morgan, if Grace asked you to do this, you would do the same exact thing. Aw. Yeah, that's that's very, I think it's very true. I mean. Yeah. So Dwight asks Sherry... Uh, what did Virginia do to her, right? And I'm like, yes, please tell me, please. (laughs) Virginia, she's just such a mystery and I don't get her. I need help. Um, But apparently, uh, I guess for Sherry, it was not about Virginia. It's about Megan and what he did to them and like them not doing anything about it. So I think at this point, Sherry doesn't want Dwight to be the person that he once was with Megan And Dwight doesn't want Sherry to be the person she was either, but yet they're not, but yet they're not on the same page. It's like, yeah, I, I'm a little bit confused about what they want and what they don't want and how they're surprised at each other. 
So I just kept, uh, I just felt like it was really putting them to the test mm-hmm. because, you it know, sure was. they opened up with them so loving and then, uh, dealing with a major issue, they just were not seeing eye to eye. So Mm-mm. when Sherry leaves, Morgan helps Al and Dwight make Walker decoys so that the Lawton Rangers think that they died. Meanwhile, they head to a truck and in the back of the truck, there's Nora and her group headed, you know, with Morgan, um, to he and Rachel's home, their new compound. Uh, so, you know, he lets them know that there's a lot of work to be done at the site, but, Honestly, I can dream what it could become, and I'm just so excited about it. I am, too. I loved the decoys, but I wondered if Ginny and the group would fall for it. You know, I'm like, hmm, are they going to think, is this a setup? Because that's what I would think, but you never know. Um, Also, the camera lingered on the bodies on the ground, and I wondered if it was trying to show us something, but... It doesn't appear that it was any clue, but I just found that very interesting. When they left? When they were doing, when they were putting uh, the decoys, there was a uh, couple of oh, yeah. look like dead bodies or walker bodies. And I'm like, who's that? Who'd they kill? Who'd they come across? And I just felt like the camera stayed on that for a while. So I thought it was trying to give us a clue, but I haven't read anything or no one's brought it to my attention what that could be. So maybe that's was just for impact and nothing else but um yeah i can't see them killing anybody i don't i don't see how that they would do that because they're trying not to do that why yeah that's true i just wondered if it was rain oh maybe it was the rangers wait did rangers die not that i'm aware because they just that's right they they just just like yeah they didn't do that okay they didn't go forward with the uh attack plan yes yeah so, oh, but those are really good clues. I mean, gosh, you know, I didn't even think about that. I mean, I did wonder, like, oh, what? They don't look super rotten, so I don't know who they are. But um, do you have any other thoughts, Diana? I was glad that Sherry separated herself from Dwight uh, because I wasn't sure how this was going to end. Because I, I thought to myself, Dwight is really going to support his wife so what's going to happen? So I'm I'm glad that it was Sherry that pushed him away and said, you know, I have to do this and you need to get out. Get out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And he had to walk away and he had to respect what she was saying, which I thought was devastating for him. You know, even though I, I'm I'm happy in a way because he's going with Morgan and, and Al and not going to be, you know, is going to be on their side helping them. But I just felt bad for their relationship after everything that they have been through. I, I It just hurts me so bad when I see that, when people try so hard and for so long to be together and then they still can't. I just find that to be the most heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, I, I the fact that they're on two paths is just really hard. So, um, and then, like you said, that Negan is still haunting Sherry. That was cr- crazy, but actually a really good, um, a really good thought on the writers for putting that in there for her that she carried this all this time. So, I think that probably 
gives her more, Sherry, more credibility in her, you know, her feeling so much trauma. Mm-hmm. So, because it's something she's been carrying along for a while now. So I, I think that makes more sense to me um, why this is so important to her. And that Sherry and Dwight have been together for one week. I didn't realize that at first. I thought it had only been overnight. And then someone references it and said it's been a week. So I'm glad that they had a life of bliss <laughs> for one week, at least, right? And then I'm wondering where Grace and Luciana are. Um, I can't wait to see them. And I love that Dwight left that eternity symbol for Sherry uh, when he went and picked when they went and picked up Nora in the group. Um, that he wrote that sign on the um, on the vehicle so that if she sees it, she'll know where it's you know where he's at. And I like that Al told him, um, "You found your way to her." And maybe she'll find her way to you. So I thought that was really sweet for her to be that encouraging self. You know, how like we were talking about their sibling uh, relationship. And oh, and so it wasn't Sherry that saved Morgan. So maybe like you had brought up and I've read, maybe it's Madison. I know it's a slim chance. I know it. But wouldn't that be the thrill of a lifetime if it was Madison? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Gosh, who else could it be? It could be somebody new. Yeah. <laughs> or something. You know. Yeah. Hmm. But it would cool. be great for it to I be. I know. Madison. I was like, oh, is it gonna be Sherry? Like I thought maybe, oh. But yeah. yeah, that didn't happen. So What are your thoughts, Brooke? What did else did you notice? Oh well, so like you know when Dwight opens the dog pen and then the dog just like takes off. I was like, Where's the dog going? Why did he run off? Is is that what Dwight thought it would do? Because I did. I'm like, the dog's yeah. just going to like, dog's barking like crazy. It was either going to like maul him or just take off running. I wasn't, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I he did. Bad. I think he was setting it free. I think he was setting it free. I, it's part wolf. Know. It's not just a dog. Oh, it was wolf dog? Yeah, and they were using it as a weapon. So and maybe he was just letting it go to live its life and not to be used. Oh I don't know. Gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I'd want to put on a leash. Come with me. I'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then Sherry beating on Dwight, all pissed off. And she's like, you had to make it hard. Like so mad. Oh my gosh. She was so enraged. So yeah. mad. I felt so bad. For, you know, when I see people that angry, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for you. Uh, like Anakin Skywalker, when he tells Obi-Wan, I hate you. That always makes me want to cry. Aww. Yeah, I don't like to see people so angry with people like that. It's yeah. just so sad. And, hard, and it broke my heart that she was so upset with him. And then the way that he reacted, just like, you know. I think I, she's really mad at her. Uh, I don't think she's really, well, is she really mad at him? I don't know. Well, regardless, of, like the emotion that she displayed, that breaks right. my heart. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Like, however people are feeling that much pain, I don't want people to feel that much pain, you know, and yeah, um, she could have just let it go and then just trusted her husband and their group for a little while and see. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I'm not sure. It sounds like a good plan to me to just kind of wait um, because she or uh, she had pointed, Sherry had pointed out to Dwight, 
I thought they were your family. And he goes, they are like my family. You are my family. So, you know, it just made me feel a little like sideline right there. And I just didn't think that that was cool, especially two episodes ago. Um, you know, I was so impressed at the family bond between Dwight and Al. And so for him to be like, they're like my family. I don't know. I just was like, oh, that's a bummer. I didn't. But then yeah. I understand where he's coming from. Like, I don't fault him for that. But it's just kind of, um, you know, where he didn't stand up for those people uh, the way that he would with her. Even though, like, like Morgan knew Dwight as a killer. You know, Morgan, that's how he knows Dwight. And he they're forgiven each other for this for the past and it's you know how do you overcome something like that and team together um unless you're really meaningful so i completely hear you because i was feeling the same way like i said when he was siding with sherry and going against them i was not liking it i didn't i seriously like in me i'm like no you can't do that but really, if you really think about it, it is his wife that he wants to be with and love so much. You're going to back them. And sometimes maybe your loved ones don't always make the right thing. And he tried to tell her. He tried to convince her. And she says, no, I'm doing this. So he, he either has to follow her or he doesn't. And then that's, you know, his decision how he's going to handle that. So... Uh, that's why I said these characters have to go through so much. Sherry has to think about what she needs to do for her. And Dwight has to think about what he needs to do for him. And I'm just hoping that once they do it, that they can lead back to each other because they do really love each other. And that's why I think Sherry was really sacrificing, not sacrificing, but actually giving up Dwight for now because she didn't want to encourage him to do something that is not him right now. She didn't want to do that. So she had to say, you know, and distance herself. So actually, I thought that that was really selfless of Sherry to do that. And I'm glad she did it because I didn't want Dwight to go with her. <laughs> I wanted him to go with Morgan and Al. Wow. So I'm happy That's about good. that. Aww. Even though it's sad and heartbreaking. <laughs> Yeah, they'll find, like you said, Al said, she'll find her, her, her way to him yeah. next time. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And so, the, who does your award go to? What was your favorite quote, character, or moment? I love your drum roll, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> My award goes to... Morgan! <sighs> okay, seriously, when he rode up on horseback with that ranger in tow, I thought that was so amazing. I sat up in my seat and I thought, this is the coolest dude ever and I love him. I haven't loved a character this much in a long time. Oh. Or at least it feels like a long time. Yeah. And then as he rides up, Sherry asks Dwight, did you save his life too? And Dwight says, no, the other way around. And uh, Morgan asks Dwight, did you lose something? And then he laughs. He just kind of gives us a little laugh. And he says, because I think I found it. Oh, my God. I, I swear it was just, I was like beaming. 
you know, I was like, this is so incredible. I know. That was and, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling the family, I'm like, I, I, I mean, they all saw me. I was like on cloud nine at this point because I just thought it was the, after he seeing that whole, you know, horse riding, chasing the, you know, the van and hopping on top and then Morgan doing this. I, it was just that whole sequence was incredible to me. And I absolutely loved it. Nice. So that's who I would give my award to. Brooke, tell me, who would you give your award to? What was your favorite quote character or moment? Well, I was really, uh, I guess, not not inspired by, but I was really touched by Sherry and Dwight's reunion and their romance and then also them trying to figure out their um, differences. And in the end, they went their separate ways in this episode, at least. And so something that really caught my attention that uh, uh, Sherry said to Dwight is, I won't let you become the person you used to be. And then I believe that was when she had him locked up with Morgan and Al in the cage or in the, I don't know, in the like swimming pool or area. Yeah. So I just feel like they really emphasized about their past. And it, like you said earlier about the writing, that they were able to revisit this whole Negan thing because they never really had a chance to uh, address uh, it. Thank you. I was like, what's the word I'm looking for? Address that. They did not get a chance because they... They, uh, she was married to Negan for a while and then he was, uh, burned in his face and, um, then they were separated. And so they never got to, and obviously like she had wife duties to Negan. So that awkwardness yet that traumatic part of their life, um, kept reappearing in this episode between the two of them. And unfortunately, in the apocalypse, I doubt that there is a, such a thing as marriage counseling. So I don't know how they're going to be able to work this out. But hey, at least they were able to address it. If there can be a hitman, I'm sure there can be a therapist. So know, right? anyways, yeah. So uh, my award goes to those two for yeah. uh, facing their uh, d- difficulties in their marriage. And... You know, I guess being accountable and, and they had to go their separate ways for now. So he wasn't like, no, woman, you're mine. She was like, oh, no, I can't go with you. You know, it wasn't like that. It was like, okay, you go, I go, you yeah. know, we yeah. go separate ways. And that was that. And who knows if they're going to find each other again. But he was willing to let her be who she is or how who she's become. And uh, he is staying on track of who he wants to be because when he was with Sherry for that moment, he was turning back into kill a crazy, you know, and that's just not what she wanted, but I don't know. It was just very confusing to me as well because she wanted to kill Virginia, but she didn't want him to do it. It's just, it was a lot. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yes, that was, uh, that for Fear the Walking Dead. And that was a very good episode. We were so excited to see all of that. And now we are going to be talking about The Walking Dead, The World Beyond, 
Season 1, Episode 6, Shadow Puppets. So, Diana, tell me about what your thoughts are on this episode. Well, we are introduced to a new character, Percy, and he tells the group his story about two guys stealing from him. And, you know, you're not quite sure what to believe because, you know, living in the Walking Dead universe, you know, people are not always what they seem. So eventually, Iris is very accepting of him, but Silas is not. And I'm not sure if he's reading something about Percy, uh, you know, if he has a sense about him, or if it's because of Iris and his fondness of her. So it'll be interesting to see. But the group tries to help Percy regain his stolen items that you know, he has told them were stolen from him, but they soon figure out his true intentions by the end of the episode. So I find it all very intriguing. And I love when they introduce new characters. So it was, um, it was good. It was good to see somebody new. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was interesting how we met Percy and, you know, he was alone in the night and attempting to rob the group. He was challenged and in turn, Iris saw something in him and yeah. took care of him and brought him in. And then, voila, so easily trusted there. Um, <laughs> I would say that Hope definitely uh, was annoyed that he was just brought in so easily. Um, but those two sisters are very different. And so I think yeah. um, Hope just, uh, she's, she's a little bit more tactical, maybe. And so when they went to go look for that truck, I was like, wait, how did the driver get shot? Or I didn't hear a, a shot. Maybe there, maybe I missed something in that part, but we just see that he's like laying over with a bullet wound in his head. So they're like, oh, he's dead. And oh, they've, they've welded the, uh, control wires shut. And I'm like, oh, he's taking the lead. So I knew something was up with Percy and like, he was so confident when he like led, uh, Iris up to the bunk. And then there was that, uh, there was an empty in, in a cage or something. I, I'm not sure. It, it, I just felt like it had to be a trap. I'm like, oh, this, 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 this I feel like this is going to go somewhere. Yeah. And like for me going in with a stranger into a place like that, I would be scared, but she was like, Oh, I know. I'll, I'll follow I know. You. I was like, oh my gosh. I noticed that too. I noticed that <laughs> too. That's so funny. Or, no. Um, so after a fiasco, like, you know, someone's in the shower, like she's, you know, running around the facility. Um, and then the truck leaves. They come back. Percy saves the group. And then off they go. I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I really yeah. enjoyed this episode, but I was confused about all this back and forth. And so for me, this episode was a little comical, but I liked it. I thought it was cute. I thought there were certain parts that I could see a spark with uh, Percy and Iris. And yeah. then um, Silas, of course, like it's a little bit 90210 going on. <laughs> um <laughs> 90210. Yeah, I'm like, oh, That's these teenagers funny. and their hormones. And then a cute little uh, Elton and Hope, you know, and their discussions. And, and then, uh -huh. of course, 
Hope is like, um, you know, she's got a secret she's keeping from Elton. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, she hasn't. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to see if that was going to slip or what was going to happen with Hope and Elton. Because it seems like he's really connecting with her on a certain yes. level. And like, yeah, she's kind of open to it, knowing now that she you know accidentally killed his pregnant mom which is so like wow horrific i know uh-huh poor elton it's gonna come out i have a feeling she he's gonna find out and it's not gonna be good i know because i he think the she's same thing he thinks right. he's a sister out there like it's so yeah ugh, sad that but you know and then like elton and his suitcase backpack thing he's so retro I'm like, why do you dress like you're from 1940? I don't understand. How do you even <laughs> have true. that? Like, you're just too yeah. cute. Way too cute. Yeah. They all have their little style, you know. So, I liked it. It was cute. I liked it. It was cute. Yeah. It's, a, it's a walking dead. All these de- death everywhere. <laughs> it's because so it has cute. to do with young <laughs> I guess so. love, you know, young attraction. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, did you notice that um, Finn, what's his name? Uh, Felix? Uh, Felix. Felix is all hairy. He's got a beard and everything. Did you notice that his facial yeah. hair, they grew it out? Or like it was getting thicker because they're on the, they're on foot. They're just going from yeah. place to place. So Finn, I like that name, Finn. Maybe they should have named him Finn instead. Yeah, I think of Finn. When I it's because you're Finn. thinking of Huck and Finn. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Is that a movie? No, Huck Finn. No, Huck Finn. Yeah, Huckleberry Finn. Yes, Huckleberry Finn. So, Diana, I'm so curious as to what else you're watching. Okay, so I am watching, believe it or not, uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And she's all believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't even know how, I, I, I'm not sure about it yet because it's so incredibly crazy. These women have very, you know, different um, thoughts and ways of getting along. So I don't know. It's very over the top. That's what I have to say. So I've only seen um, one episode. I actually have two more DVR, so I'm going to check it out. But um, I know somebody who's watching this and is loving every single minute of it. But yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> yet. So oh my gosh. I am on the fence on this one. Wow. Anyways. And as far as movies, I saw Palm Springs on Hulu. This is a romantic comedy with Andy Samberg, who, uh, where he meets a woman in Palm Springs at a Palm Springs wedding and gets stuck in a time loop. And it was oh. a really cute movie. Um, yeah, it was just really cute. It reminded me of Groundhog Day. You know how they keep reliving oh, yeah, the yeah. same thing over and over again. So, um, so it's really cute. And um, I also watched Dead to, The Dead Don't Die. This is on HBO, and it's a zombie horror comedy set in a small town with Bill Murray and Adam Driver as the local sheriffs with many other big-name actors. It's very watchable, but the ending was a little bit lacking, and I, but I was still glad that I saw it. 
Oh, that's cool. But I, Bill Murray is a zombie. Wait, Bill Murray and Adam Driver. But was Bill Murray yeah. like a zombie hunter or? No, they were just trying to get down to the bottom of it. and But everybody, more and more people kept turning into zombies. And no, <laughs> a specific zombie killer, no. I mean, they would fight against them when they had to, but mm-hmm. it was just very comical. I love Bill funny. Murray in uh, Zombieland when uh, Emma Stone yes. uh, accidentally shot. In, or wait, no, he, she didn't shoot him. Uh, who shot Bill Murray? I thought it was... Uh, um uh jesse eisenberg thank you yeah yeah in zombie land so i actually i i look forward to seeing this i think this is great i'm excited yeah so that's what i watched brooke what have you been watching well uh i've been up late and watching the queen's gambit and i actually finished it because i think there was like seven episodes or so on yes. netflix yes and yeah. so i i, I loved it and I, I would find myself uh like, you know, quote, working, end quote, on my computer while watching, I would get stuck uh, watching the show instead of working on my logo design that I've been doing. And so it was so good. And just uh, the the kind of like fast paced lifestyle that she ended up having as a professional chess player and her relationship that she had with her adopted mother and the independence that she gained from being a professional chess player and the envy that those mean girls from school had against her. I thought that this story was so good. And this actress, uh, Anya Taylor, I think she just did a beautiful job. Even the character who played herself as a young person, like a child. Oh, yes. And uh, I thought they all did such a great job. The mother, she very much confused me at first, but then I grew to like her. Yes, I agree. She, she loved her mother, her, her adopted mother so much. She thinks highly of her. So I, I really liked it. Um, oh my gosh, the interior set design just has me up all night. I just cannot <laughs> get over the set design and all the decor accessories and colors, wallpaper, fabric, like, oh. Yeah, it was beautiful. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I had to research the interior designer of the set. And unfortunately, I don't think that this set designer or interior designer has a Instagram account. I haven't found their Instagram account. So I don't even know if this is a man or a woman. I think it's a man, but I have no idea. I just think this whole show was so beautifully done. I love the Queen's Gambit. And somebody over the weekend cracked a joke about the chess club. And one of my sons was in the chess club. And I think that it was, it was so great for him. I mean, I don't think that there is anything wrong with chess club. And I think it is an amazing talent. I, I still don't know how to play chess very well. Um, so to be at the top, you know, a professional chess player traveling all over the world, I think that says a lot about the game and the mind strategy. So, yeah, I do too. And yeah, one of my sons was a really good chess player too. I think we, I might've mentioned that last, uh, uh, episode, 
But yes, this movie was so good. And I love the whole chess. And I had listened to a podcast on this show, and they had a professional chess player on. And that professional chess player said that all the moves and all of that were very accurate. She appreciated it so much because other chess uh, shows or films do not always accurately portray the game. So yeah, that was good to hear. And she also said there's a lot of addiction and alcoholism within that industry. So that was really um, interesting to hear. But yes, I agree with you, Brooke. Queen's Gambit is awesome. Yes, I actually, uh, I wouldn't mind re-watching the whole series again, just for the beauty of it. It's kind of like how I felt with uh, Ratchet uh, with the set design. Same kind of thing. Like I would spot certain things in the set. I'm like, oh, I need that. <laughs> or I have that, you know, or it just, it was yeah. so, such a, everything about it was so good. So we highly recommend The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Check it out. All right. Well, hey, thanks for your recommendations, Diana. Thank you, Brooke. You are so welcome. And thanks, everybody. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful that you tuned in, and we hope something we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe for free on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. If you could do us a big favor and rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, we really need your feedback. Yes, and we'll be uploading new episodes in a couple of weeks. The next shows will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 6, Episode 7, which is the finale, and also the Walking Dead World Beyond finale. That will be all one episode, and then we will have our 100th episode special. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.